Welcome back to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Minute. We are on Minute 4, and I am Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And Minute 4 of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, it begins with the magic mirror saying, Is the beauty. Continuing his line previously that began with famed, and ends with a rope pulling out of a well. Yes. So, this is the fourth minute. We're into the movie, which is exciting. And the magic mirror is telling the queen things. This is pretty much the inciting incident, I would say, of this story. Like, it starts... Like, we got the setup, the conditions of the situation in the prologue, in the text on the Illuminated Manuscript. This is the inciting incident where the queen finds out that Snow White is now, in fact, more beautiful than she. Which is very interesting because Snow White is only 14 in the Disney movie. In the Grimm's fairy tales, she's only seven. Yeah, my my copy of the Grimm's fairy tales says she's seven years old. And at this point, the queen was already afraid of her enough to make her clean and work in a dirty condition in a dirty condition and in an empty castle (laughs) yes so the queen was like already scared of this happening and now it's her worst fears uh coming to fruition yes and the magic mirror says doesn't even say who it is he he just says lips as red well she asks for for the name yes and and then he says what leads to you know skin is white as snow pale as snow um and the queen knows this is snow white which i think my version also has the same thing says lips red as rose hair black as ebony no red as blood well in this in the grims it's red as blood in here it's red as rose okay Uh, taming it a little bit (laughs) yes for the modern audience skin white as snow Mm -hmm. which i believe the queen has black hair I believe the so. evil queen. Yes. Okay. And uh, it, it like and she's she wearing has... like a a cap thing. Yes, but she takes it off for the potion when her she hair turns it? to white. I was not clear on that when when we watched it. I mean, we should wait until we get to that. But yes. but I thought it was like her hair was coming out of the cap, turning gray. So, Maybe. I, but we'll see. We we'll dissect that minute in detail when we get to it. Yes. Um. But she does have. She does have red lips, doesn't she? The queen? Yeah. Yeah. And her skin is quite pale. Yeah. Like, so she's very much Snow White-like. This could describe her, but if it... she would let it. If she would let it, but it, it doesn't. So maybe it's her jealousy. Maybe. It's possible. Hmm. No, because later on, he does say Snow White is fairer than you. That's true. Um, Snow White living in the Glen with the seven little men. Yes. Is yes. that, I don't know if that's what it is in the Disney one. I've read the Grimm's one more recently, and it's a cute little rhyme that he says. I, I can't remember. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to, to that. It. <laughs> um, so he he condemns Snow White by saying she is fairer than the queen. Um, a note I had about this minute is that there's so much smoke in the mirror, as he's saying. Like, there's so much smoke inside the mirror. And they have it both behind and in front of the face. Like, there's a depth of smoke, which is, smoke's hard to animate. And they do a really good job. I don't know how they did it, but it's know. really good. And I wasn't sure if, like, so there's a phrase about Hollywood and special effects where they call it, it's all smoke and mirrors. I think it applies to also, like, magicians and stuff. Like, it's it's trickery. It's illusion. And it's smoke and mirrors. And I was interested that there was so much smoke in the mirror 
in this moment. And I'm not sure if there's like any actual depth to that, but I thought it was interesting. Like maybe there is, maybe I just need to think about it more, but um, having smoke and a mirror together is an interesting combination. Absolutely. Do you have anything else on the mirror or should we move on to Snow White herself? Uh, I think we should move wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Voice actors. Oh, the voice these are actors. uncredited yes, in the film. All of the but voice we actors have are uncredited. The voice actors for the Queen and the Mirror, both who have appeared. There's probably only like ten voice actors for the whole movie. Um, there's not a lot because I know some of the dwarves were done by the same person. So there's the Queen and the Mirror, and Snow White, the Prince, okay, and the dwarves. So it real... can't be very many. So they do have voice actors for the chipmunks and the and the birds okay. and uh, Dopey's sneezes and hiccups. Okay. Um, but it does. But, but just speaking. But speaking roles, eleven. So there's eleven with speaking roles. Yes, and um, there Wait. are twelve. Wait, this doesn't add up. How could there be eleven? There's only seven dwarves. Oh, huntsman. Huntsman. Dang it, Prince, I forgot about the Huntsman. You're right. Queen and Snow White. Okay. So there's seven dwarves. Wait. That wouldn't make sense. So there's seven dwarves. There, there would be ten actual speaking roles. So, because... Or, Eleven speaking roles, but ten actors, because one act, one voice actor... Did two did of the two, dwarves. Two of the... Okay, because Dopey doesn't speak. Dopey doesn't speak. Right, so there's eleven characters wait hold on sorry there's 11 characters seven plus the prince plus, plus snow, snow white plus, plus the queen plus, plus the, the mirror, mirror plus the huntsman seven said, prince snow white queen mirror, mirror huntsman. huntsman 12 characters 12 speak 12 okay wait now it's complicated because there's 12 characters minus dopey and Animals don't count. So you yes. subtract Dopey, and there's 11. And then 10 voice actors, because one voice actor was two dwarves. Okay, we figured it out. <laughs> we did it. Yes. Um, so who is the voice actress for the Queen? I don't know if... I, I think saying actress is now not in vogue. So the voice actor for the Queen. Okay. Uh, Lucille Laverne. And she's both the Queen and the wicked hag. Yes. They, they, they thought they were going to need another... But she could do it. But she could do it. And I'll, I'll talk about She's a pro. Okay. how she does it when we get to the hag speaking. Okay. But. And like, because like she sounds good as the queen. Mm-hmm. And then she sounds totally different as the hag. Yep. And I know there is like, we, t- we talked a little bit about it, like model reference, physical reference for actions. Do you, you couldn't find out who did it for the queen. No. But I'm whoever sure did there's... it, awesome. Yeah, Pro. I'm like, sure there's someone uh, out there. I'm sure there is someone. Like, this acting is not just done by animators. Like, Definitely. that's why they had trouble with the previous, like, attempt at doing humans. And they were all rubbery. They needed physical reference. Absolutely. And the Queen's great. Like, that physical acting is fantastic and should be much lauded. Because, like, getting those shoulders up and the motions with the arms. And then later on, like, when she descends a staircase... Which we'll get Ooh. to. <laughs> like somebody was walking down some stairs with a blanket tied around them or something. something. <laughs> because that cape needed its own physical reference. But anyway, 
I don't know if they did any physical face reference for the mirror. Probably not Probably because not. it it's a little more cartoony. It's it's dark cartoony. It's a little weird, a little creepy. Absolutely. But uh, what's the voice actor for the mirror? Maroni Olson. Who is from our own state of Utah. Yes. So nice little connection there. Yes. <laughs> He's great. He, I, great. I think they, they, their instructions to him was probably like less emotion, less emotion, yes. less emotion. <laughs> and I read something about him speaking in a box frame that's covered by drum heads. I don't know exactly. To give a certain echoey resonance, yeah. to give a space inside the mirror, mm-hmm. which I think it, I always think it's interesting when they have voice actors, like when they need to create some sort of ambiance around their voice in the recording mm-hmm. instead of doing it after the recording. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Okay, and then the queen knows it's Snow White or believes it's Snow White, and <clears throat> is is huffy she's about it. Very, I believe frustrated. she folds her arms again. <laughs> I think so, and she's very frustrated by it. She's does she say a lash for her? Yes, a lash for Snow White. Yeah, meaning like she would, or no, it's before it's she before finds, finds out. That like, Snow tell White, me her name. But... So a lash for whoever it is. Like she wants to whip. <laughs> Whoever has become more yes. fair. She is quite threatening. Yes. And so she finds out who it is and she like reaches at her own throat for a moment. It's a very dramatic. Like she's it's a lot about, of drama. There's like a lot of drama. She's claw her throat in, in response. Her own throat. In yeah. her own throat for being so angry, angered by. There's a lot of drama going on. She is v- very dramatic. Drama queen, I would say. <laughs> yes. Like the first Disney drama queen. And then we <laughs> just cut to Snow White cleaning. The stairs. Outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. With doves. Just so many doves. So many doves. Uh, which establishes her first animal friends. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when we got to this, I took note again of like the special quality of animation that they were doing. Because I didn't remember this. From ever, uh, the queen, like, I was like, that's some powerful acting. When it was Snow White, I said, that's some accurate animation. That, it, like, the motion of cleaning looks so smooth and natural and human. Mm-hmm. And the way the the clothing moves, like, as she's cleaning with her upper body, like, I think her tattered skirt moves near her ankles some. And like, that's a subtle movement that makes this feel very real and tangible and tactile, which really got my attention. And I think it's amazing. She is quite beautiful. Snow White herself. Like they did a lovely little character. I just don't understand how her hair and her makeup and the top of her dress is so like put together and yet she has a tattered skirt that just... Yeah, like, <laughs> except for the skirt, like, it's just a fine, like, working outfit. I, like, it, it's that, good working clothes. If that was a blouse, I would wear that blouse. You can probably get that blouse. <laughs> um, and she's got a blue bow. Not their classic red bow, but a blue bow. But yeah, and then the skirt is, like, tattered. <laughs> tattered. There, there's, there's a patch patches. on it. Yeah. And so that doesn't quite connect. And like, she's not dirty at all. So they are demonstrating, you know, her condition, maybe not quite enough, but then again, maybe they're also saying it's like, no, she's just like elegant and beautiful and naturally 
it conveys this kind of beauty and ease with whatever she, and pleasantness. Like she's happy while she's going, she's just singing. She's like, Humming. this is what I do. Like yeah. she is very Zen about what she is going through. Like Snow White is a, is a Zen princess. Yes. And she's just scrubbing the stairs when we first see her. And then she pours some water, pours out, some water on it. And then she's going to go refill yes. the, the water at the well. And I also took note of her wooden shoes. I took note of that too. Which is not like, like it, it puts the location of this, not in what I would expect. You know, like I, I, it's based on a German fairy tale. Uh, so this should be more German. That is a Netherlands. Yes. <laughs> kind of thing. That's a Holland. But yeah, it's kind Holland. of note, but maybe it still suits. It, it doesn't feel totally out of place. Right. It seems a little bit odd. It yeah. doesn't match the icon of Snow White. Even though it like those shoes put it in Holland. There's the, no windmills because that would cement it in Holland. Yes. When if you were to go meet Snow White at Epcot at Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. you would meet her in at the Germany Pavilion. Yeah. Because so, she like they say that it is set in Germany. Yes. This is it, it's a German fairy tale. Yes. So that's interesting that she has these wooden shoes, but it also like they are plain shoes. They are not elegant. They are not princess shoes. So maybe that's what they were going for is, you know, a certain kind of peasant feel maybe. to her, but I don't know. It'd be an interesting question to ask someone like, hey, what's with Snow White's wooden shoes? Yeah. Do you want to talk about her makeup? <laughs> Okay, um, I had that in the next minute, but... We can talk about it in the next minute. Okay, let's save it for the next minute, because she goes over, and she starts pulling water out of the well, and you see the rope moving. Like, there's a lot of good depth to the animation, where they have the layers of, you know, the rope, the well, Snow White. The doves. The backgrounds. Yeah, the doves, which might be a separate um, sheet from Snow White. Yeah. Is the doves moving? I'd believe it. And the doves are not as cartoonishly animated as the animals later on. These doves are pretty, they match Snow White much more. The animals later on match the dwarves more, which is a, a looser animation. It, it might have to do, I I mean, I, I might be like reaching too far for this, but, um, it might have to do with the doves being at the castle, which is a very realistic environment versus the the forest, forest, which becomes, much less realistic. Basically, as soon as Snow White runs into it, which we'll get to later. Mm -hmm. Um, So we good on this minute? I think so, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. And we will be back tomorrow with another minute of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We are still working on getting a website up, but please rate us and review us in iTunes or whatever podcast subscription service you use. And check out my other podcast, The Protagonist Podcast. And we'll see you tomorrow. See ya.